0: We are back here with another episode this afternoon with the Wildcat Weekly. I'm alongside Bobby Jerome, myself, Kurt Pickering, and a guest uh, interviewee uh, with our fellow broadcasting uh, partner and Jack O'Rourke. So we'll be getting to him shortly with hockey. But on some other news, uh, week two of the playoffs for the Lakewood District, uh, more specifically, has gone by. Uh, The Wildcats did have the bye in the week one. We were able to play the winner of Brunswick and Valley Forge. Uh, we took on Brunswick this past Saturday, coming away with a sixty or 76-59 to 59 victory against the Blue Devils. Uh, Coach Cam had a lot in his hands to deal with. Uh, in junior, Trey Massey, absolute sharpshooter, uh, putting up 20 up into the 40-point games uh, all year, and the Wildcats were able to hold them uh, just to about 19-20, which is still pretty high, but, you know, with Chase Toppin, Caleb Blake uh, playing the box-in-one uh, man-to-man defense was definitely very, very efficient in, in locking him down. Uh, talking about that game, um, a lot of media predicted that Brunswick would be the bracket buster, uh, but the Cats were able to shut those um, shut those rumors down. And Coach Cam, after the game, said it feels good. I was anxious. The guys were anxious. It was a long week of practice. We just wanted to play. We were excited. Hopefully, this is this is the first of many. It feels good. So, Coach Cam definitely very happy about that. Uh, definitely in his feels with that game. Uh, definitely very happy coming with the victory, as well as all the senior boys, uh, their last time playing at Sullivan Gymnasium uh, indefinitely, as the next game will be at Lakewood uh, this coming Thursday. Um, a lot of credit has to be given to Jonathan Efforts in that game, putting up 22 points, uh, definitely showed up big.
1: Yeah, we've seen in the past, Jonathan Efforts has, you know, in the last few weeks, gone a little bit of a cold spell, uh, It really going on with that Rhodes game earlier in the year, which we'll talk about that in a bit as well. Uh, you know, he went 0 for 8, and it was really, he he was just on a cold spell for a while. This is really good to see him finally waking up again and, you know, getting on the right track of things, putting up 22 points, being the Jonathan Efforts we all know and love. it's It, it really shows that the Wildcats have all these other weapons that need, they can use in the playoffs, and I don't think Rhodes is looking for Jonathan Efforts as a big key factor to uh, stop on defense for the Wildcats this upcoming Thursday. I think Jonathan Efforts is going to come back and be the old Jonathan Efforts we all admire watching. It's it's going to be impressive watching Jonathan Efforts this week. I think this is his game to come back.
0: Yeah, that was a huge benefit that the Wildcats had last year. You know, Jonathan Efforts, you look on our roster, you see a freshman, sophomore, you don't really think much of it. But he comes on the floor, drops 22, uh, hitting in the, range, in the range of 5 to six threes. Uh, he's someone that's pretty dangerous and you got to look out for. Um, Henry Rayner came up big, uh, still coming off kind of a, not necessarily a cold spell, but you know, he was hurt a little earlier, probably, I would say probably six, seven games uh, ago from now, but Rayner's just kind of starting to get back in the sw- thing, swing of things still, uh, came away with 15 points and six rebounds, CJ Urian and Lamarant had their fair share of rebounds as well for the Cats, uh, really playing big on the boards, uh, that's what we need to do to continue on. So, you know, focusing in on what we do have coming next, we will play Rhodes, and we did lose against Rhodes earlier. Um, having said that game was coming off of our road trip um, from Erie, Pennsylvania the day after. Uh, that was a close game that we lost, but um, I think we'll be able to get the victory here in a neutral gym at Lakewood.
1: Well, and it was a neutral gym, and yes, the game that we lost to Rhodes, it was in Sullivan Gym, but Rhodes brought a lot of fans to that. Now I don't think the Wildcats had the, as big of a student section as they normally bring to a playoff game so a neutral location like lakewood with a big student section it's basically going to be another home game for the wildcats and the team in that roads game k- kind of all around looked a little flat the whole game yeah uh, they only lost by one point obviously the two free throws missed at the end of the game that would have you know won the game for them. but you know it's going to be a different situation uh playing roads on thursday it's i i think the wildcats are going to come up with a win i you heard it here first. I think the Wildcats uh, beat Rhodes by about eight points this, this Thursday.
0: Fair prediction there. I might even say a little higher having said efforts is coming off his hot streak. Rainier kind of getting back in the swing of things. I think we also have a little bit of redemption. And not to mention, this is the first neutral gym game that the Wildcats will play all year. So we've been traveling a decent amount and staying home.
1: And the Wildcats are the underdogs coming into this game too. They're ranked, I believe, seven or eight spots lower than Rhodes in the Cleveland.com Top 25.
0: Uh, something like that, but our our seeding-wise, I mean, we are the two seed. Seeding-wise, the they three, are the two but, seed, but... Yeah, clevelandcom
1: and, you wise, know, yeah. They have that motivation in them from losing such a close game that they should have won the last time playing them. It, they're going to have more motivation than Rhodes, and uh, looking at the other side of the bracket, Rhodes almost choked the Parma this weekend, and they were the heavy, heavy favorites in that game. Uh, Parma had no business even competing with them in that game, but they somehow almost won, and they, that game went in overtime. So I think Rhodes, it, it, anything can happen in the playoffs. I've said this time and time again, but I think Rhodes might also be going on a little bit of a cold streak.
0: That game will take place at 7 o'clock on the 5th of March. That's uh, this Thursday of this week. Uh, so do not get that confused and tune in on the SIBN and even make your way out to that game if you can.
1: And if they win that game, because we won't have another podcast until you know next week, but they will be playing the St. Edward Eagles, which are ranked number one in the Cleveland.com top 25 and in the Lakewood district bracket. Uh, so that's also going to be a big game also at Lakewood High School if the Wildcats beat Rhodes. Uh, and Saturday we could possibly have two St. Ed's matchups coming up with both basketball and hockey. And, uh, Jack, you've been following the hockey team for quite a while now, for all four years as a Saint Nation student. Thirteen. Yeah, uh, it's about well, 13 years, too, yeah. <laughs> For the time your dad's been a coach here. Uh, so what are you looking for this Saturday as the Wildcats take on the Eagles at the Brooklyn Ice Center?
2: I think it's just fun. I mean, it's a senior-laden team. It's a senior-laden group, if you include the managers, too. There's six of us. We're all seniors also. I mean, uh, everyone's been around. It's not their first rodeo. It's just kind of like one last uh, chance to take down your rival and it coming in the, in the uh, district final as well. So it's one last district final for all of them.
1: And it's going to be their last game on their home ice as well at uh, the Brooklyn Ice Center uh, before, you know, if they should win this weekend, they would be playing at Nationwide Center in Columbus next week in the state Final Four. So it's going to be very impressive watching the Wildcats. Uh, let's go over what the Wildcats did this past weekend. Uh, they Or this past week, rather. They beat Amherst and Olmstead Falls. Amherst, I believe, they beat 9-1, to and Olmstead Falls, they beat 11 to nothing. So, uh, yeah, pretty impressive showing for the Wildcats this weekend
2: yeah uh Olmsted Falls is the team that we played last year in the Sweet 16 and they uh gave us a pretty good fight early on we ended up winning I think six to one but it was close for a while and I think uh we were kind of shell-shocked by that we didn't really expect it so uh this year we came out we wanted to send a message right away I think we popped I think like five or six in the first like seven minutes and kind of just put the game out of out of uh contention I guess like put it to rest and then uh Amherst Steel uh they had the number one uh point totaler in OHSA history also the number one in assists so uh knew they'd have a good player or two coming in and we uh actually nine seconds in we got scored on, so we're losing one nothing in that one uh we had a little miscue and they scored but we came back right away that's the kind of response you want though I mean whether it's basketball if you're down 10 in the playoffs what are you going to do are you going to give up you're going to keep on fighting so it's good to see in a game where like we thought we could win if you can come back right away and uh get that get that uh goal back and nobody really got down on themselves or anything and everyone was positive on the bench and that's what you're looking for
1: Right, and that's one of the stereotypes that you know maybe some people might have about Ignatius hockey is oh they're just on a hot streak they've been on a hot streak forever if you just you know have them go down by one or two goals early then they'll just they won't know what to do they're cold and uh, it'll be an easy win but that's not the case that you show this weekend if they go down it's easy to revive themselves and come back.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're actually we're we're used to trailing. We tra- I mean we play some pretty tough competitions so I mean we uh we found ourselves down a couple times one of our signatures is the. The comeback we've had that a couple of times. I mean, in Ohio we haven't really gone down uh, as much, but I think we have a couple times this year, past years as well. It's just about when you come back and how you respond to that. It's just uh, a very experienced group. They know you can't be nervous, or one goal is not going to make or break the game. unless there's point one seconds left on the clock, so you've got to keep on fighting hard.
1: And from what we've seen in the playoffs so far, you know, from uh, the Olmstead Falls game in Amherst, and you know, hopefully these next three games coming up, if the Wildcats keep winning on those early matchups against these tough teams from around the nation and even canadian teams earlier in the season really help when it comes to playoff time
2: yeah i think uh that's kind of like um I, it's just like it's a very fast style play up there and a lot of skilled players i mean there's skilled players in ohio too obviously a uh, tons of them especially on odds. we can talk about that in a minute but uh it's a uh, it gets you used to playing hard and fast constantly and the fact that you can never give up because with some of the teams on our schedule uh you could be up three nothing and based off how good those teams are at the snap of a finger can be four to three you're losing so it kind of teaches you that constant uh uh, mentality just keep on going no matter what
1: right and you did say we're going to talk about St. Ed's right here right now uh what are we going to look forward to for the St. Ed's game this weekend what is St. Ed's going to come out and try to do against the Wildcats to capitalize
2: yeah well uh the Eagles are a very very good team that's uh I mean Wildcats I think a lot of people look at it and say, oh, like, uh, Ignatius beat him 5 nothing. This is an easy send-down. That's not true at all. I mean, this is a team that we played very well against the first time, but uh, first off, it's a Raver game in the playoffs. Second off, it's a team coached by Coach Sullivan, and he always, a rule of thumb is his boys are always going to be there no matter what, so it's going to be uh, close in that aspect as well. They're a very good team. Their goalie, Nate Capalazzo, very good. Uh, seen him a couple times the last couple of years now. He's very uh, fundamentally sound position-wise. He's good. Uh, Ryan Dunn, a very good junior defenseman. Also, he's committed to... Uh, I believe Cleveland State is a goalie in cross. He's a very versatile athlete. Uh, they have a couple of good lines also. Matt Smith is a senior. is a very good player on the first line. Day. He's uh, joined by Tyler Fowles. And on the other end, I believe he has Sean Kalanich, who's a junior. He's uh, very good as well. So it's a very good team. Uh, Lucas Newton, very good. Joe Wilbur. They have a couple of uh, juniors named Jack that are very good as well. Jack, uh, I believe it's a Mansour. I got to work on that this week. It's the Mansour, Mansour, and uh, Jack O'Sullivan. It's a very good team overall, and they're very deep. One of the few teams in the state that has a uh, – that consistent like three very good lines so it's gonna be a fun game for sure they're a very good team
1: and yeah you did mention coach Sullivan as well coach Sullivan did come to St. Ed's from Holy Name last year that's why Holy Name won that one in that big run you know in the past few seasons yeah. to end up meeting us in this game in the district final uh and he I think he did bring a few guys along with him from Holy Name last year so th- this Ed, Ed's team this year has kind of got the best of the best from schools that aren't named St. Ignatius. Yeah, they're, they're very, very good. I mean, Coach Sullivan, he's a guy who
2: literally built the Holy Name hockey program from nothing before coming over to St. Ed's this year. Uh, he knows what he's doing, and I think he always is going to have his team prepared. I mean, I think we have that. Uh, I'd like to say that we have that also. I think our boys always come in prepared because of our coaching staff as well, but uh, it's, a, it's a good it's a good duel. It's a chess match, and uh, those two coaches are at it, and then the teams always as well. I mean, it's just it's a fun rivalry atmosphere. All
1: right, thank you, Jag. It's going to be a big weekend coming up for the Wildcats. We'll hopefully be in the state final four next week. Moving on, the Cats did qualify all 12 wrestlers this weekend for the state meet coming up, uh, or for the district meets coming up, rather. Cats did take second place at the sectional meet at St. Edward High School this past weekend. Uh, they did qualify all 12 wrestlers for the district meet coming up this week and uh you know they only came in second place to the notorious St. Edward Eagles but it's going to be a fun ride for the Cats coming up it's going to be a uh, hopefully the whole team qualifies for the state tournament coming up next week uh but you know we'll see what they could do it's going to be a really fun weekend for the Cats coming up
2: yeah they're very very good this year you said all got 12 guys qualified I was talking to Johnny Novak a little bit today senior I believe he's in the 113 pound weight class uh he said he had a good match. I think he fell 6-4 in the uh, championship of his, the sectionals to uh, his uh, St. Edward opponent. But he, uh, he said he was a little bit nervous, but he's also excited because he has to face the, uh, I believe, the defending state champion in the quarterfinals of the uh, uh, the district. So if he wins that, he'll advance on, obviously, writing because the final four guys make it. If not, he'd play – or if not, sorry, not play on the side of hockey. Uh, he'd match up against that St. Edward guy he just faced and uh, had a close 6-4 with, and then uh, if that guy – or who, number 1 in the state whoever wins between those two and they face off in the quarterfinal. Uh,
1: and yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend for the Mad Cats coming up bubble round. It's you know, hopefully state champion or state tournament next week. Final news, the rugby season has started. Spring sports are finally here. Uh the Rugby Cats went to California University of Pennsylvania this past weekend. Uh that was a mouthful to say, but they did take down the number 1 team in the nation uh playing against Gonzaga. It was a very impressive weekend for the Rugby Cats. They were the heavy underdogs in this game. I believe they were ranked. They went from being ranked 13th in the nation on Friday to 10th in the nation before the game on Saturday. And then I believe they were notified right before the game started that they moved up to 8th. And now they're ranked 5th in the nation. So the rugby national rankings are moving all over yeah. the place. But. Uh, The Wildcats do deserve this spot, fifth place in the nation. To be honest, I think they deserve the first spot. They just took down number one, but they have another, they have a very tough schedule this year. They're playing the top teams in the nation. And, um, you know, they haven't been able to win that national championship the last few years when they have went on this three-peat state championship run. But uh, I talked with a few guys on the A-side team, and they said that's mainly due to these trips that they've been taking the last few years. I mean, last year going to Ireland and uh the year before that yeah they're going to South Africa uh, they're traveling all around the world and i'll tell you what rugby in Ireland South Africa and Russia and you know all other places around the world is a lot different than US rugby it's yeah it's pretty much on a different level it's like european soccer versus american soccer it's just completely on a different level so the rugby cats the past few years have been going to foreign countries um you know really Staying home this year, though. Yeah, they're staying home this year so so they can have a good shot winning that national championship. Uh, it's going to be v- a very impressive season for the Rugby Cats. You know, they don't want those extra couple losses. Even though those international trips are fun, you know that national championship will be just so much better for the Wildcats if they can get it this year. It's going to be a fun season for the Rugby Cats coming up. It, I think it's going to be another state championship year this year.
2: Yeah, they had a great uh, game against Gonzaga, I believe, Thomas Maloney Senior been around for a long time. I believe he spent four years uh with the A side. He had two tries. Chris Matthews had another. I believe Luke Ranzi had a really nice assists as well. Tackling yeah. was great. Jake Daly, I know, had six or so. Yeah, I mean it's they're playing very, very well And Coach Arbeznik has the best game plans in the state of Ohio, from what I've heard, and uh it's looking pretty good for them. Is that I think Avon Lake this week,
1: right? Avon Lake does yeah. come up this weekend for the Wildcats and um some juniors on the team that were playing on the B side team, which is for rugby. In rugby terms, their JV team, uh, as you would say, uh, not really JV, but you can kind of get the gist. But they, their B side team played the Avon late, or the Avon A side team last year, and uh, a lot of kids on the B side team got hurt from that game because uh, they were playing a lot of big senior linemen from the Avon football team. And yeah, you know, they kind of want revenge this year. It's going to be a fun game this weekend for the Wildcats. I think they're going to come up with a huge win. Uh, and Another thing that goes uh, from Coach Arbeznik, another quote from him from this season, is he gives a lot of credit to the MAC Center, the Kafrania Family Majus Athletic Center, for all the extra practice that this center has allowed the Rugby Cats to have this year. Uh, the direct code is, thank God for the MAC and also for Kyle McLaughlin Fields. We did so much prep work in the Majus Center that would have been impossible before. Back in the day, we would practice at Edgewater Park, and uh, you can't do as much out there in, in the mud, wind, rain, and snow. So, uh, practicing in the Mac made them so much better as a whole team and as a whole program, and just in talent in general. So, it's you know, the Wildcats have had all this extra practice in the Mac Center. It's they're a stronger team than they normally are every year, and I think it's going to be one of the best seasons of rugby program history this season.
0: And uh, you know, before we come to a close, uh, recognizing the uh, soccer team once once more, uh, the Columbus Crew. Recognized them at their home opener, uh, I believe, at halftime. Um, rec- yeah, yeah. yesterday's game, but uh, I just saw the tweet today about it. Um, but recognized a few seniors. Um, Kyle Folds uh, was there uh, in from Indiana uh, there to celebrate with the team there. So uh, definitely just another recognition to a great soccer season and Coach McLaughlin.
1: Right, and uh, this season is really, or this week is really the first week in general that we're all in the playoffs from the winter sports season. So it's, going to be another fun couple weeks coming up so yeah i believe the basketball state championship is in i believe two weeks uh if the basketball cats do uh should qualify for that and get that far in the tournament so it's going to be a fun couple weeks coming up i know the hockey season is in this last two weeks i know it's coming it's to crazy. a close quickly it's weird. And uh, we're already starting winter sport or spring sports. You know, ru- all the tryouts for baseball just ended. Rugby already started. Volleyball tryouts are this week. It's uh, lacrosse is coming up as well. I know they play in some cold weather at the beginning of the season. So uh, it's everything's changing quickly. It's yeah. we're actually starting to get into these spring months now. It's finally March. Uh, we're out of the cold, dark February, and uh, it's time to get into some fun winter sports. Uh, playoffs and some the beginning of the spring sports where hopefully we get a plethora of state championships here at St. Ignatius High School.
2: Yeah, if I can get a quick PSA again, like uh, Bobby said, 1 o'clock at the John McClellan Recreation Center this Saturday. The boys got a big one. Beach theme, beach theme. Bring all your friends, everyone you know. I think $7 tickets sold downstairs.
1: $7 tickets sold in the athletics office.
0: Definitely stay tuned for that one. In next week's episode, we will also have highlights on the baseball season. We'll be getting... um. The Matrix for that sent out. So definitely have the big games when, what time, stuff like that. Uh, so stay tuned for next week's episode.
1: All right, that'll conclude this Wildcat Weekly. Uh, for Jack O'Rourke, Kurt Pickering, and Mr. Sable, I'm Bobby Jerome signing off. Have a great week and go, Cats.